G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They say there are only two certainties in life, and that is death and taxes. Now, some people may be able to dodge paying taxes, but they can't dodge death. However, some people have been pronounced clinically dead only to return to life again. Kerry Packer returned from the dead in 1990 following a heart attack on the polo field, which left him without a pulse for six minutes. Afterwards, he spoke of this experience with Ray Martin, and Ray Martin asked him what it was like. He said, you want the good news or the bad news? Ray said, give us the good news. And Kerry Packer said, well, the good news is there is no devil. The bad news is there is no heaven. Ray Martin said, is that right? He said, yeah, there's nothing. Well, thankfully, God has never promised to reveal what is beyond death by giving certain ones near-death experiences so that they can report back. There are some people that have had those same experiences and they've actually gone to heaven and hell. But we are not to depend upon those testimonies to know what happens after death. God has given us His Word and everything we need to know about life after death is found in the Bible. This is Set Free with Ken Legg. Well, thank you for joining us. Phil here along with author and pastor Ken Legg and this is Set Free. And this week we're diving into a very interesting subject, life after death. Uh, From time to time you do hear reports who technically have died and then come back to life. There's a number of books that are out there and DVDs and things and they tell of their story, their out-of-body experiences. Now, Ken, what are we to make of those? Is there any credibility in those stories? Well, look, I'm sure some of them are authentic and others are not. But I think the first thing that we need to remember is that it's dangerous to build a doctrine based on experience. Uh, somebody once said to me, they said, oh, I've just read a book of this person that has been to heaven and it's so real, it's so convincing and I'm so excited. I said to them, but it says in the, the Word of God <laughs> that there's a heaven. Mm. Why is it that you're more excited now after reading the book? Is that because you <laughs> didn't read? Uh, and believe what was in the Bible? Uh, Is the book more convincing than the Bible? Or does the book tell more than what the Bible tells? If it does, of course, then it's extra-biblical revelation. But we mustn't believe beyond what's in the Bible. That's our guideline uh, for life after death and for all things, you know, concerning uh, our walk on earth. Mm. Um, Somebody once sent me an email, and in this email, a, a group of people had this experience where they were taken to hell. And uh, this person took them into this place where people were screaming and, you know, yelling out because of the torment and the torture and so on. And this person said to those that were taken there, these are here because they didn't tithe and these are here because they didn't use their gifts for the Lord. Now, the amazing thing is that the person that sent me that email, I'd never met them before. And by some strange coincidence, I happened to bump into them that week, hmm. believe it or not. And I said, oh, you're the person that sent me this email about these peer, these people that went to hell, supposedly. And he said, yes, what did you think about it? I said, well, I was deeply troubled by it because um, 
you're suggesting or it's suggesting that those people in hell w- went to hell because they didn't pay their tithes or because they didn't use their ministry gift. And he said, yes, that's right. I said, but so in other words, salvation is by tithing or salvation is by serving. Don't you believe that salvation is by grace, by what Jesus did for us on the cross? He said, oh, yes, I believe that. I said, but the email is telling a different story. And, and that's the problem, Phil, is that we can start to build doctrine based on experience and, and we wander from the truth of what's in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Now, you remember um, Jesus told a parable about a rich man and Lazarus and the rich man who was in Hades uh, saw you know, the, the man Lazarus in uh, Abraham's bosom and he cried out and he said, you know, um, send him back to my brother's that they might be warned about this place. And Abraham said, no, they have Moses and the prophets. In other words, uh, Moses and the prophets was a term that was used for the word of God, the Old Testament. In other words, they have the revelation of the word of God. That's enough. Um, If one would rise from the dead and come back, they wouldn't believe that person if they don't believe the word of God. So the word of God is our record of um, things relating to salvation and, of course, of what we should believe about life after death. The word is very clear in telling us to test all things. Uh, you know, don't, I think uh, Paul said, uh, don't take my word for it, test this against Scripture. Uh, that's my words, not his, yep. uh, but something to that effect. And if we start to establish a system of truth based upon other people's experiences, we are technically, I guess, opening the floodgates to believing anything, really. The word of God always has been and must be the basis for our belief, shouldn't it? Yeah, I think I think the question that we should be asking more than, you know, what happened to this person who clinically died for a few minutes and then returned to their body is really what happens to those who die permanently. Um, you know, we have already said that death is the separation of the body and soul, but where does the soul go? Um, you know, when Jesus died, we said that he entered into those two realms called death and Hades. Yep. And when Jesus was dying, he said to the thief on the cross, this day you will be with me in paradise. Now, paradise is a heavenly realm, but it's not heaven. Uh, Heaven is a place where believers go after their bodies have been resurrected. But paradise is an intermediate state. It's a place of departed spirits until the day of resurrection when those departed spirits will be reunited with the resurrected bodies and go to heaven. Okay, so let's just be clear about this. Believers at death don't go to heaven, is what you're saying. They go to paradise, which is a heavenly realm, presumably awaiting the day of resurrection when their bodies will be raised and reunited with their souls, and uh, when they all go together to heaven all at the same time. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Um, the word paradise, Phil, is is a Persian word for a king's garden. Like Eden, you know, that was called paradise. Uh, it's like a big garden, you know. Um, you, you take, for example, I don't know whether you've ever been to Buckingham Palace. I have, yeah. Now, of course, there's a there's a garden outside the palace. I've never been inside, but no, you know, I've been to the garden. Actually, did you know that you can? If you, if you go and ask to sign the Queen's Visitor's Book, you can actually go inside and oh, wow. walk across the courtyard. And then, of course, all those people are looking and saying, who is he? They think you're a big celebrity, a big star. <laughs> oh, so just a little that. tip there. Yeah, go across there and they'll all be sort of, you know, wanting your autograph when you come out. <laughs> okay. But um, so, you you know, like the the palace has a garden and they both uh, belong to the queen. Okay, so the queen can come out of the palace and mix with the guests in the garden. And so they will be in the presence of the queen. They will experience 
you know, friendship and, and um, interaction with the queen, mm-hmm. uh, but they've not gone into the palace, and yet they're in the presence of the queen. Now, it's like that with paradise. Paradise is a spiritual realm. It's an abode for the departed spirits, but heaven is a place. Remember, Jesus said, I go and prepare a place mm-hmm. for you. Yep. And so that place is uh, where we will go to be with him when uh, the day of the resurrection, when our, our bodies are raised, a new you know, resurrection body, and our spirit is reunited with our, our resurrected body, and we will go to be with the Lord in heaven. So scripture says yeah, the dead in Christ will rise first. So yeah. that, that's what you're talking about. The dead here. in Christ, that's where exactly they are. right. Yeah. So, so what happens then to those that have died now? They haven't gone to heaven, but they've gone to paradise. Now, two things we need to say about that. Number one is that it's a conscious place. They're conscious. But secondly, they're in a far better place than we are. In fact, those that have had that near-death experience where they've tasted a bit of heaven, you know, almost inevitably they say they did not want to come back here. Mm-hmm. They did not want to return. It was so beautiful, so peaceful there. And, of course, in the presence of Jesus, they were with the Lord and they didn't want to leave that place. Uh, and so it's a place of bliss. You know, the Bible says, Blessed are those who die in the Lord. They shall cease from their labors and their works do follow them. So blessed are those who die in the Lord. It's a, it's a place of bliss, a place of joy, a place, you know, of joy beyond what we can experience on planet Earth. And so those two things we can say concerning those that have already gone on, that uh, they're conscious Uh, and also that they're enjoying life far more than it is possible to enjoy life here on planet Earth because they're in the immediate presence of Jesus. Can't wait to see it, got to say. (laughs) We're grappling with the subject we all need to consider. Is there life after death? We'll have more on this tomorrow. Until then, remember you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free. For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Legg and details about Ken's ministry, shop online at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.